Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Very busy day here today. There's news. We've got two interviews today. Dave Meltzer joining us in the second segment of the show, talking the upcoming edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, which will be out later on today. And Nicole Savoy is going to be on the show as well, talking Shimmer this weekend, the Mae Young Classic, and more. If you have questions, you can send them to me, 425-780-7566. That is the text message number. That is 425-780-7566. Toll free today in the first segment, although I don't know if we'll take calls because there's a lot of news. But just in case, the phone number, 844-411-5411. Obviously, the big news today is what's going on with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who were sent home from the European tour after something happened at the SmackDown show. A lot of rumors going around about various things that occurred, and... Like, some of the stories absolutely did not happen. Like, I guess there were stories about Kevin Owens on the tour bus, but they weren't even on the tour bus. So, I mean, those stories clearly could not happen if they were not there. But something happened in the SmackDown tag team match. Actually, it wasn't even a tag team match, I guess. I mean, the New Day were out there, and it was Owens and Zayn out there, but it was a singles match. So we'll talk about that on the show today, what we know about it, and I guess where it goes from here. There's a lot going on with this story, so we'll talk about that today. Also, the ratings for the SmackDown show. SmackDown was a taped show. They did a world title change. They got the word out immediately on their social media. How did the show do as a result? We'll talk about that in the opening segment here today as well. We've also got the full lineup for the Survivor Series. And let me tell you, things could always change. I believe this is largely what's going to be happening on the show Things could be added, things could be switched around. We still have one more week of television before Survivor Series. So a lot to get into today, so stick around back in a moment. Wrestling Observer Live. wait until Black Friday for a great deal on the floor you want. Get a deal now and get it done before the holidays at Lumber Liquidators. Get wood look waterproof floors up to 46% off. All water resistant laminate is 10 to 29% off. Get all quick click engineered hardwood on sale and all easy to install bamboo on sale. More from 59 cents plus special financing and professional installation. Get a deal now and get it done before the holidays at your local Lumber Liquidators and LumberLiquidators.com. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. 
insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happened. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. Your new landscaping looks amazing. Who did you use? I found a great local pro on HomeAdvisor. Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. It's really easy to use. I just put in what I need, and then they connect me with background check pros who can help. Did you find your painter there, too? Yep. I use HomeAdvisor for everything. How much does it cost? It's free. And check it out. I can even book an appointment online. That's so easy. How did I not know about HomeAdvisor? Go to HomeAdvisor.com now or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Lots to get into today, and i got to get going quick because we got two guests on the show here today. Dave Meltzer and Nicole Savoy both joining us in the second and third segment. So, big story today, obviously. We talked about it briefly yesterday. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn... Sent home from the tour. This seems like a simple story, but it's not. And I don't know everything that's going on. I don't know if anybody knows everything that's going on. I guess maybe maybe Vince and Owens and Zane, But, I mean, everybody else is just baffled. So here's here's the story. First, from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Owens and Zane are not at SmackDown's house show in Leeds. They will not be appearing on the rest of the tour. They were on television last night where they interrupted Shane McMahon and the New Day in SmackDown's opening segment. Traded words in a promo. Kofi Kingston then defeated Zayn in a match, with the later being announced that Owens and Zayn would be teaming against the New Day on next week's episode in Charlotte. So then down below it says, Dave Meltzer notes that Owens and Zayn were sent home as a disciplinary measure after their post-match angle with the New Day did not go as planned on SmackDown last night. They were supposed to stay in the ring to be beaten up by the New Day, following Sami Zayn's loss, but they left the ring early. So, on the surface, on the surface, it sounds like, well, there was a match, and when it was over, something was supposed to happen, and it didn't, 
and so they were sent home for disciplinary reasons. So what's weird about this, there are a couple of weird things. The first weird thing is, so the idea here was that Kofi Kingston was going to beat Sami Zayn, and then they were going to get beat up by the New Day after the match. Now, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist here, but what? The the baby faces were going to beat the heels in a match, and then the baby faces were going to beat up the heels afterwards? And this is going to set up like a tag? This doesn't make any sense. That's number one. Number two, and this is also bizarre, let's imagine that the idea was, well, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to get beat up after the match, but instead, for whatever reason, they just leave, and they don't get beaten up. This was a taped SmackDown, okay? We have seen in the past when something does not go as planned, they send the guys back out there, and they just have them redo it. So if the idea was Sami Zayn is going to get pinned, and then the New Day is going to beat them up, but for whatever reason, they forget or whatever, they leave, why didn't WWE send them back out, have the New Day beat them up, and then edit it into the show? The opening segment with Shane McMahon was already edited because Shane McMahon flubbed a line, got all baffled when WWE fans were booing Daniel Bryan. We know they edited the first segment. So why didn't they send them back out if they did something wrong? So all I know is that that's what happened. And it absolutely, I'm not saying it absolutely had to do with what happened after the match. That is 100% absolutely why all this went down. And all I know is that from somebody there today, the word is, it's in Vince's hands. That does not sound good. So we'll see what happens. They could be back Tuesday. They could end up being suspended for a long time, as Dave noted last night. They could be fired. All I know is that Vince was, he was furious about what happened. Why? I still don't know. But that's the story, and I guess we'll wait and see where it goes from here. Great. You know what? I have a feeling that once we find out and once we know, we still won't understand why Vince was so upset. I'm still trying to figure out why Titus O'Neil was suspended for 90 days missing WrestleMania because he touched Vince as they went up the ramp because he was not supposed to do that, and that sent Vince all into a tizzy, and he was suspended for 90 days. If there's any thought of that with Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn, okay, I guess like everything else, we'll just have to play the waiting game and see what shakes out and what transpires. And if we hear any more in the next, I'm sure we will, in the next God knows how many hours leading into the weekend. So hopefully we find out a lot more uh, before tomorrow afternoon show uh, on Friday evening. And we'll have to, hopefully we can get a lot more of it cleared out then before we head into the weekend, but I guess we'll just have to find out. Hey, here's another one for you. As this person here notes on Twitter, not only, not only apparently was it supposed to be Kofi Kingston pinning Sami Zayn and then the babyfaces beat up the heels anyway, it would have been a three-on-two beatdown. <laughs> That's even more bizarre. Not really with how they do things anymore. It's actually kind of the norm, although, yes, in, in reality land, when it comes to wrestling, it's always ridiculous to have three or four baby faces on one, two, or, or three bad guys. So here's the thing. At Survivor Series, it is going to be the Shield versus the New Day. That's the match. So, I mean, clearly part of this idea is that Vince wants to get the New Day over strong 
because they're going to be facing the Shield. And I mean, I suppose anything can happen, but I mean, the Shield is not reuniting to lose. So obviously they're going to beat the New Day. But obviously the New Day should be strong before that match. That's all fine and good, but shouldn't Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn beat up the New Day to set up the match on SmackDown last week that the New Day then wins? The whole thing is just so weird. But hey, we're dealing with Vince McMahon here, so whatever happened, happened. Is there any possibility that it's so weird that it's part of a work? No. Okay. No. I can tell you that, that right now. Established right right from jump. Yeah. For all of the for there there were a lot of stories. There's a lot that's not true. There, I mean, you know, it's not a work. Should put it that way. On the anniversary of Montreal, it's not a work. Also this, after dipping to one of its lowest levels since moving to a live format for last Tuesday's episode that went against the World Series in Halloween, SmackDown up 23% this week. The number is near the viewership the show reached two weeks ago for the fallout of the SmackDown invasion of Raw. So basically this was the taped show. They sent out all of the... This, this is what's weird about it. Like, the number is really good when you compare it to Halloween, but this was a taped show where they did a world title change and they got the word out every single solitary place that they could get it. And the show still did less viewers than it did the show before Halloween. So, I think as we mentioned many times, I mean, live and taped does not matter. The Raw this past Monday was a taped show. It did literally exactly the same viewership as the live show the week before. And it also shows you that social media is not as powerful as people like to think it is. Because they blitzed social media with word of AJ beating Jinder Mahal, and the show basically did less than it did two weeks ago. So that's your ratings and social media update here for today. And again, we'll see where they go with Jinder. I mean, what we know right now is, I mean, based on John Cena being added to that Survivor Series match, it does not look like they're changing the title back. It does not look like Jinder's winning the title back from AJ next week. So... If they're going to go back to gender, I mean, it's very, very likely it's either the week after or two weeks after Survivor Series on SmackDown. Or I guess if they can get AJ a visa, it could change in India. Or you know what? Maybe they're just done with this gender experiment. And AJ's going to be the champion for a while, and away we go. My gut tells me that's not what's happening right here. But, dude... As we've seen, like, in the last month, anything is possible. It is preposterous to speculate, although we no, do it every and, day. You know, and it still wouldn't really kill Jinder on putting him in a in a notable match if you wanted to or anything like that. It does shift, you know, sh- kind of shake some things up a little bit here. But we are now, again, we, it's November, whatever it is, 8th, as we do this show right now, November 9th when we do this show right now. It's not that long to the Royal Rumble. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not that long to get to, to Survivor Series. So, or I'm sorry, to, to WrestleMania. So, there's a lot that's going to go on until then. But realistically, if you wanted to change gears, get gender out of the picture, it's not like you don't have the time to do it. And it's not like you don't have the capabilities of setting up something, too. Two quick notes right here from the text messages. Any chance AJ and Brock goes 20 minutes? I'm very, very skeptical. I think yeah. at most they'll get 12. They'll probably get closer to 8 because that's the Brock match nowadays. Do you want 20 out of Brock at this point? With AJ, yeah. Oh, yeah and uh, so. finally, did Ric Flair's 30 for 30 beat SmackDown? No, it did not. SmackDown beat 30 for 30. Back in a moment with Dave Meltzer. Got a lot to talk about today. Wrestling Observer Live. No 
more parties in L.A. Please, baby, no more parties in L.A. Uh, no more parties in L.A. Please, baby, no more parties in L.A. Uh, no more. Los Angeles. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Advantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Advantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. It's a new day. Yes, it is. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Dave is joining us here today, furiously working on the new edition of The Observer, which will be out later on tonight. Is that right, Dave? A couple hours, yeah. Yeah. All right, so... Anything new on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn that you've heard today? No, not, nothing that we didn't talk about last night on the show. Um, 
they were sent home, and everything's to be determined from there as far as you know what's next. No one said no one said anything. No one knows anything. I mean, you know, I guess Vince may know something, but nobody else does because they haven't been told anything either, as far as I know. How many emails have you gotten today about? I shouldn't even mention the outlet, but the Sports Illustrated story on the Montreal Screwjob. <laughs> Not really many. Really, um, that's good. Yeah, no, I haven't been, you know, if you, not, you know, not much at all, really. It's, I think most people, I think that there was a lot of, um, I mean, I, I did a lot of interviews last week about that subject for people who are going to do stories, um, you know, today. And, I, you know, I think it's been covered so in depth. Um, but I mean, like, you know, I mean, the one story about, like, you know, was it real or not? I, I think... You know, any anyone with any intelligence at the stage of the game kind of can figure this one out. And, um, you know, some people are going to be in denial forever, and that's fine, because they have to be, because it's wrestling, you know. But, it is, you know, I mean, it is what it is. The... Does that issue stay as the most, by far, most viewed? Or, or where does it rank as far as people asking you, I guess, at this point, uh, about the big stories of wrestling history? Is it, is it still the biggest one? In what sense? Um, I mean, the, the at the time, I mean, it was the biggest, but, you know, the Benoit stuff completely overshadowed it. And the stuff, I mean, like now, way, way more people read than ever before. So any issue now is going to be more. I don't know what the most one was. I've never checked, you know, in years, you know, but the one I got the most reaction to was when Danielson retired, um, at least recently. But, I mean, I got more... Uh, I would say certainly over the years I got more reaction to the the, that, the issue that's up on the site today and then the one a year later where we had the word-for-word conversation from the dressing room, which actually maybe we should put up on the site tomorrow. Um, those would be the two you know, that i gotten more feedback on than any other issues, yeah. The issue, by the way, if you're a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com, the November 17, 1997 full issue on the Montreal Screwjob, is up right now for subscribers up at the front page. You can go up there and, I mean, if you haven't read it, if you only kind of know what's going on, if you somehow think that the whole thing is a work, probably a very good issue for you to read. And as noted, there is a part two as well that maybe we'll put up next week with, as noted, the locker room conversation between Brett and Vince, which I guess was part of uh, Wrestling With Shadows portions of that. Um, only clips on air and Wrestling With Shadows. I had the whole audio. That's so, right. I mean, it's word for word. That's right. So, you know, it's funny, I, mean, I think you've mentioned this as well, but I'd say probably, I don't know, four or five years ago, I watched Wrestling with Shadows again, and it's... Isn't it really ridiculous watching it with today's eyes? It's preposterous. <laughs> like, listen, I mean, I, I it's an awesome it's... documentary, don't get me wrong, it's still awesome, but it's completely ridiculous. Yeah. It's completely ridiculous. Like By today's, by today's standards? Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, if you're a fan so today that watches how they use these titles and Jinder Mahal is champion and all of this other stuff, I mean, you won't even believe your eyes when you watch this documentary. Yeah, no, like, I, I remember this, like, it was actually, like, 11 or 12 years ago, there were um, there were a couple of WWE um, guys, they were in town, and we they came to my house, and we watched the thing. And, and I'm watching it, and the thing that really hit me, and everyone was, this is preposterous. They're, like... Acting like this, you know, you know what I mean? I mean, this is, and this is like 2006, I think, when this happened. And that was only like nine years later. I mean, and now I think it would be even more because the champ, it, 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 what's really amazing about it is, is basically how serious both Brett and Vince and, and the company itself, everyone else too, took the championship 20 years ago as compared to today. I mean, it's like, it's like 
you can't even, um, I mean, they're not even the same thing. That's like when people talk about, like, you know, Bruno is the champion or, Ho- or Hogan or Brett, and then talk about, like, the, the champions now. I mean, you can't even, like, think of them as the same thing. I mean, le- legitimately, those guys were made to be the champions, and it was really important today. They, you, know, you know, whoever it is, I would say with the exception of New Japan, um, maybe, maybe, maybe Ring of Honor to an extent, but, but for the most part, you know, when it comes to WWE and certainly the Impact, they're props, and they're nothing more, and no one takes them more seriously than that. You know, it is it is interesting if you look, I mean, you could probably go even further back, but obviously the wrestling business changed dramatically in like 1983, 1984, and it's very, very clear watching Wrestling with Shadows that like between 97 and 2001, it changed very, very dramatically again. And 90, I, 97, 98 was huge changes. Yeah. Sure, but I mean, once, once as, as horrible and stupid as WCW was at the end, I mean, there was still, like, a style of wrestling in, in World Championship Wrestling that as soon as that company died, like, it died. And and you ended up with WWE. Like, it's just WWE is the way things are. And I don't think we've had a big change since WCW died like we had in 84 and, and 97 to 2001. Um, no, not really. I think that, if anything, we're kind of getting the change like this last year where... Um... You know, there's, it's it's not like it's not like there's it, it, it's not like that there's a change in the in the big picture, but there's an underground change. Yes, you know, the the, the like rise the of the fans, indies for hardcore fans this year was a monumental year, but for the casual fans there or, or or average person they're not even aware of it. It's not like it's like in '83 when everyone knew that things were changing really rapidly, or in the Monday Night Wars years where everybody knew that there's this big wrestling war. I mean, now it's like. There's this small, you know, relatively small subset of fans where this year was a really big year of change and fantastic matches and all that stuff. But to the average person, the average sports fan who sort of turns into wrestling, they're not even aware of any of that. Can you, I don't know, maybe this is too loose of a connection here, but is it like in some ways an amped up version of like 2003, 4, and 5 where like, ROH started to grow. The Ted Petty Invitational started to become a thing every year. In, 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 in you know Japan, which was in bad shape, was starting to in some ways creep out. Even though Noah was on the downslide, it, you know they still they were still riding pretty good. And there were New Japan. Other places were trying to claw themselves out of the mess they were. Is it kind of a version of like that where we may be looking back in five or ten years to see how what's going on right now kind of affected the landscape? I think so, yeah. I think, you know, it's funny because when you talk about, you know, the one thing that Brian was actually wrestling on this show was uh, the King of Indies, which, you know, was just a freaking indie show that we were all at. And if you look back historically, that, that was a huge change because that spawned ROH and spawned, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels and um, AJ Styles and uh, Brian Danielson and Loki and all these guys kind of like um, – not not that they became big stars off of that tournament, but promoters and you know Ring of Honor and things like that were going like, oh my God, we can we can start a promotion and have great wrestling, and we don't you know need to use the retreads. And that kind of like I mean you know that spawned Ring of Honor, and Ring of Honor did spawn um, the idea of you know independent wrestling stars like Samoa Joe and CM Punk and Brian Danielson that, that came along over the next couple of years. So I think that there was that was like a 2001. Um, Late, you know, late that year was something big that we didn't even realize at the time. Whereas this time in 2017, I think that 
it's something that we do kind of realize is happening as it's happening. So the um, where was I going here? The uh, sorry, I, boss. Yeah, you threw me off my game right here. <laughs> uh, the Ric Flair thirty for thirty. That was a question that we had. So so uh, basically, the question we had was: Did the Ric Flair documentary beat SmackDown? And I mean, it it, it did in in, in the eighteen to thirty four demo for the but, ratings, but not, but not overall. The the interesting thing. So in in the um. The difference between the ratings, because SmackDown had a lot more viewers, is that SmackDown had way, way, way more over 50 viewers. The, the Ric Flair doc was huge with males between the ages of 35 and 49 and males overall. It was not big with women, because that's ESPN's audience. There's not a lot of women watching ESPN. And even though ESPN usually draws great over 50 for whatever reason, and you would think that Ric would be a draw for people over 50, because my age, I mean, Ric Flair was the big hero. He was not. It was really huge. Males, 35 to 49, it was gigantic, and that was the audience. And in that audience, you know, in the ma- as far as males itself, it probably was equal to SmackDown, maybe even beat it. But in, you know, 18, males, 18 to 49, it, it was way ahead of SmackDown. Yeah, but even males, 35 to 49, like, I'm 42, and, man, I love Flair. I mean, I, I was, he you was... See, you, never, you know, you never saw Flair at his best. I, well, I, mean, I do Flair now, but, but at the time probably. I didn't. But, I mean, I mean... Even, even like, I mean, one of my one of my favorite childhood memories that '92 Rumble with Flair winning, and even even when he was like buried in WCW, he's still so awesome. I mean, I, I'm not surprised by the 35 to 49. Yeah, I mean, I would say Ric Flair's real prime was '77 to '89. Although he still was was one of the best. Um, I mean, I think he was really one of the best through most of the '90s. A lot of people will say that's not the case, but I mean, I remember during the '90s. I mean, his matches still were, were were pretty much top tier. You know, he always he always, the thing with Rick was he always had a good match, um, and I saw him have some great matches even in the 2000s. I remember Austin one night. Um, Flair had a match. It was with Carlito and Austin. And I were talking the next morning, and Austin goes, "I think that the guy's the best worker in the entire business." And I wouldn't have gone. This is like when he was way into his fifties, and it was like a four star match um, that he had on. I think it was on a Raw show. But I would never have said at that point Ric Flair is one of the best guys in the business. But he did, and you know, and he watches a lot of wrestling. And his, I do respect you know Austin's opinion on stuff like that greatly because he's got a he's really intelligent. He's got a framework of watching working that's at a level that he's. I, I would say like Austin talking about in ring pro wrestling is like Dominic Cruz talking about MMA. I mean that's that's he's, he he just sees things that most people don't see. All right, well, Dave, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. We're going to head to a break here in a moment. The new Observer is going to be up later on today. And, of course, Dave's working on Observer. We still have another show that we're going to be doing this afternoon with a special guest, so you can look forward to that. Back in a moment, Nicole Savoy, Wrestling Observer Live. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. 
Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD, plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Lots to talk about today with our special guest, Nicole Savoy, is here on the show today. Shimmer, the Mae Young Classic, a lot more. Nicole, what's going on? It's going good. Like I said earlier, I just got back to my room. <laughs> oh, man, I missed that part. Sorry. <laughs> like, literally was sprinting to get to the elevator, and then the elevator, did, like, stopped and was pausing, and then I was like, oh, come on. That's what always happens on a show like this. Always. <laughs> Mike can confirm. Now, I got a bizarre question for you to start out here today. Okay. Hopefully no one's ever asked it before. So, your birthplace is listed as Pulaski County, Missouri. The yes, whole county. No, I was a um a military brat, so that's where my parents were stationed was uh at the was it Fort Le- I want to say Fort Leonard, Fort Leonard. I see. Uh, I was wondering why there wasn't for example like a city because for example, I I'm born in Bothell, Washington, but I would never say that like my birthplace is King County, Washington. 
like it was I want to say like a year or so ago when I went to talk to the passport lady, the lady was like, um, is is it there? Is there like a city that's attached to that, is it, or is it just a county? Like, so <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not birth certificate. I'm not the only person asked this question. So that's what it says on your birth certificate. Yes, it's Pulaski County. Wow. Well, I mean, I don't know if we should be so shocked about this. Kane is running for mayor of Knox County, the entire county. So there, sure, you know, yeah, I guess precedent for this. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> well, tell us a little about yourself. When did you when did you fall in love with wrestling? Um, I want to say it was probably around 98, 99. Um, my sister, I like talk about her all the time when I, when I get asked, Oh, how did you get into pro wrestling? Uh, my sister was the bigger wrestling fan than me and my brothers were. Um, we used to tease her about wrestling all the time. Like she would watch it and we go, Oh man, that looks like, that looks so boring. They look fake. Like look what they're doing. And then um, my sister was like, whatever. And then one day I came home from school and I was like, Oh, women do this. Oh wait! Oh my God! Women wrestle just like the guys do, and it like the women that I saw on TV was Ivory and Jacqueline, and I I forgot who was the women's champion. Say was Ivory was the women's champion at the time, and I was like Jesus! I was like, these girls are like going at it like the guys are, and then I got hooked myself into it, and then my brother was just like, Oh my God, both chicks are hot, and he got into it that way. So I presume that you were watching a lot of, of WWE, not just because of Ivory, but there wasn't a lot boring in the Attitude Era, but some of those WWE undercards were, in fact, very boring. Was that, was that, were you mainly a WWF, WWE viewer? Uh, no, I mean, we uh, ventured out and watched WCW, and then we used to beg our dad to watch the ECW pay-per-views and stuff. Oh, um, I mean, we would sometimes get our way and watch it, but... Um, then I got more curious about it because I was like, how do you get into this? Like, how does one become a pro wrestler? And so I like went out to the internet and then I discovered that, you know, there was an independent circuit and I was like, well, there's independent circuit. Then how do you get training? And then I saw that, uh, there were wrestling schools for it. And then I saw that, um, all pro wrestling, uh, which was headed by Roland Alexander at the time. Um, I had reached out to him to see about training and stuff. So that's, how I, that's the start of Nicole Savoy. So, so you were begging your dad to watch ECW pay-per-views and the like. I mean, what did, what did he think when he found out that, man, she wants to be a wrestler? He, um, he, him and I, we, we butted heads about me, um, pursuing professional wrestling throughout the years. Um, his first impression when he um, found out that I wanted to pursue professional wrestling, um, he was like, absolutely not. And at that time, when I had told him about it, um, it was right when Trish um, had that storyline with Vince, and he made her come down to the ring and strip down to, like, her bra and panties and bark oh, like a dog. Oh, man. So my dad was just like, there is no way that you're getting into something like this and doing something like that. Like, I no, you know. And then um, he he was kind of familiar with, how um like the you know the life of a professional wrestler went and he just he was completely against like the whole traveling and then like living out of your suitcase and then being in hotel rooms and then you know like just going from city to city and wrestling at gyms like he was just completely against everything and then it wasn't until uh i got um, my opportunity with shimmer that he kind of had like a change of heart and was like well maybe there's something to this and then he's he's slowly coming along. Like he's not all the way there yet, but he's slowly coming along. Now, what about what about when you were in the May Young Classic? I mean, that's that's. Uh, 
I mean, no disrespect to Shimmer, but this is this is a WWE production. I mean, it had to have been like the highest profile thing that you've done, I would think. I mean, what no, did he think no, when he saw you is, there? Definitely is like I was completely blown away, and I was shocked when I received that email asking uh, where I was as far as my recovery went and um, with my knee, and then uh, if I was going to be cleared in time. So, I mean, it, I definitely was. Um, a loss for words for it. And then when I told my dad about it, he was just like, no way. Like, you know, he, he was watching that stuff when he was a kid. So he was like, oh my God, my daughter is going to be on it. And he, he's still kind of in awe of the whole thing. And you got a win. I did. I did. Against the second generation wrestler. I, and I was like, oh my goodness. That's right. <laughs> Not a lot of people can say that. Yeah, not yeah. This is very true. I mean, unfortunately, I got knocked out in the second round, but I mean, just being there and having an opportunity to wrestle in that ring, um, like I'm never going to forget that. Like, if anything, it's just I everything that I've learned that time that I've I've received with uh, the WWE, and then even with my child and stuff. It's like I've went. I came home after that and just applied everything to what I saw there. Now, you had a really long what, nine months to a year, basically, leading into the last the July's May Young Classic, and you suffered that knee injury that you talked about uh, that you mentioned. What, you know, I don't want to delve too deep into your personal, but, you know, what was it like for you trying to rehab from this? You hadn't been wrestling for all that long, you know, with, uh, I'm sure, a whole lot of wrestling money in the bank, so... What was it like to try to support yourself and continue to train and try to make inroads and get better while you were out? Well, um, I mean, this is probably going to be the first time I've ever, like, shared my story as far as when I got hurt. But um, when I got hurt at my tryout, um, I came home and I called my boss and told him, like, hey, this is what happened with my tryout. You know, my coworkers were devastated, and he was like, just go to the doctors and take care of what you have to take care of well with that being said as far as my my like real job went like I couldn't come back to work until I was cleared because at my job I'm standing up all the time even though I'm you know with an ACL like um from what the doctors have told me you know like people um that don't do the stuff that I do um they can go their whole lives without repairing their ACL like you can that's just something that you don't have to get fixed if you don't want to but with the stuff that I, you know, do, I have to. And, uh, you know, just with my job, you know, just as a safety precaution to them, they were telling me, you know, hey, you can't work. And so with that, there then my truck went out and then I had relationship issues. So it was just like everything kind of was like a domino effect and was like slowly going downhill. So even though everything was going wrong in my life at that time, I still tried to make it to where I was still able to get in the gym and still get physical therapy to, you know, prepare myself for surgery and stuff. And I mean, I was literally taking like Lyft and Uber everywhere, like, especially like back and forth to the gym. Like I spent probably more money in Lyft and Uber than I did in anything else, just getting to the gym. You're back at it hard with, with Rise and Shimmer. And we'll talk about, you know, those events that'll be coming up, but 
you really re- seem to be from Jump Street, at least in my eyes, made an incredible impact in Shimmer. You've got incredible presence. And, you know, getting back on this horse, I mean, you didn't have a whole lot of matches leading into uh, going back down there for the May Young Classic. What has it been like getting back on that horse and kind of reestablishing yourself with as somebody that people are pointing at and going, you know what, she's going to be part of the future? Um, well, so I, I, like, I was cleared maybe probably a couple of weeks before, um, I was even supposed to go and, uh, do Shimmer and the Mae Young Classic. And so getting into the ring, because when I, like, tore my ACL, I was doing a wrestling drill. Um, you know, everyone sees that, like, the, the, the ring is, like, very, like, you know, bouncy and stuff. Um, and I tore my ACL, my knee buckled, um, as I came off the ropes. So, like, getting back into that, like, I still kind of had that fear in the back of my head that, like, you know, I would, like, that was a possible thing that could happen again. Like, even when, like, um, the students were, like, jumping and, like, the ring was bouncing and stuff, I was kind of looking at them like, hey, like, <laughs> could you, like, be careful, please? You know, so um, I had this huge, like, dark cloud as far as, like, my knee went. Um, as far as matches go, I mean, ring being in ring shape, is a completely different animal and i was completely gassed out like i i even though i was in shape like i felt so out of shape and i'm sitting there like i don't have this much time to even prepare like shimmer and the mayan classic is right around the corner and like i you know i it's like all i had was practice matches going into into shimmer weekend and um into the week of the mayan classic so in your bio, it lists like Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu experience. I mean, is that a real thing? How much actual experience do you have in those two? I have about a year, year and a half of Jiu-Jitsu. Um, I like with with my teacher. Um, he he's always wanted me to take it more serious and, and compete. And I mean, I, I have I have friends that are pro wrestlers and they they do they compete in jiu-jitsu tournaments and stuff on the side. But for me, I, I didn't want to go that that route. Like every time like they would go and test for belts and stuff, like he would go, are you going to test for your belt? And I was just like, I'm just here just to get better at what I do. Um, so, I mean, I've never competed like in a jiu-jitsu competition, but I still like train and with Muay Thai, it's on and off whenever um the the instructor is in um when he comes back from his fights and his trips and stuff. So, with Muay Thai, I want to say a year. Take us through some of your upcoming dates. You've obviously got the Rise and and Shimmer shows coming up, Shimmer this weekend. I guess what's coming up for you? Well, there's Rise and there's Shimmer. Um, and then after that, I get ready to go and, uh, wrestle, uh, I, with Big Rick. He owns a company out in California. Um, I'm actually wrestling on Black Friday. I'm going, I'm leaving straight from work to go and re- wrestle on his show the next, um, the later on in the evening. And then after that, it's going to be another, uh, rise in AWS weekend. And then I have a nice long break until I go to Japan for stardom in January. Oh, there seem to be some some real professionals working this rise show coming up here too. There's Medusa, and then there's there's this legend they keep teasing with the initials AK. Sounds like it's going to be something else. <laughs> I you know what? Um, I mean, I happen to know who it is. <sighs> I'm not saying, but I'm very like excited about it to the point to where I told Kevin that. I like want to go, and even if I can't even 
train and be a part of the seminar, I just want to sit and like take notes and stuff. Like I, I'm bringing a notebook just to write down everything. How long are you getting for this seminar? What what's the uh, what's the time frame? I'm sorry. Is there like a time frame for the seminars? Like two hours, five hours, ten hours? Um, it's honestly at the the um, trainer's discretion. Like you know how long they want to go. Um, I know with Saraya, like when she led her seminars, like she was just like. I can go another two or three hours. So, I mean, it's really just up to them, like, how long they want to go. Or, like, you know, I mean, it can't possibly go, like, super long, you know, because of the, the show later on in the evening. But, they, you know, they, they tend to go pretty long. I'm just amazed because I was I saw a Rip Rogers seminar this weekend, and he went from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. with his seminar. My mind was boggled. Oh, man, that's awesome. Stand by. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. 
We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Right, Alvarez, Mike Sempervivi, and Nicole Savoy joining us here today, who's about to take her first trip over to Japan, as she noted earlier here in the show. Nicole, let's get some plugs in here for your Twitter, Instagram, and whatever else you want, social media. Well, um, all across social media, uh, my tag is uh, Nikki, the letter M as in Mother Savo, so it would be N-I-K-I-M-S-A-V as in Victor O. Um, the only thing that's different is my Twitch is Ranger Savo. Ranger. Okay. Army Ranger, Brian. I was aware of that. <laughs> that was interesting. Nikki M. Savo, all over the place, except on Twitch, where it's Ranger Savo. So check that yes, out. It, it is. Yep. Obviously, everything you need to know about her is up there, including the address if you want to book her for your show. That's up there on her Twitter, at Nikki M. Savo. And want to wish you best of luck with Shimmer and the Japan tour and everything else. And Hope all goes well. Thanks for doing the show today. Well, thank you for having me on, and and thank you for being patient as I was sprinting to my hotel room to talk. (laughs) We've had people doing the show from a bus in Mexico with chickens on the bus. I mean, we've seen it all here, so (laughs) that was the least of our problems here today. But thanks so much for doing the show today. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, we'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.